You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio, wake up and wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Wednesday morning. You know what Wednesday means. It's time for the PGA Tour. Golf model is complete. The bets are in the account as of uh, yesterday and this morning. We're ready to go over everything and uh, see what we can do. We're down uh, maybe five. I can pull it up. Roughly five and a half, six units on the year so far. We've hit one outright winner with uh, Max Homa back at the Farmers Insurance Open. Other than that, it's been a bit of a tough, uh, tough sledding for us. A lot of losing bets, of course. We're taking some long shots as well, and so uh, on we go. Uh, yesterday, I talked a little bit about making sure that we diversify properly. Uh, excuse me. You can tell I'm still not feeling well, but as I promised, this will be a show that is not missed ever. Um, I tried to diversify a little bit on what, what we're betting, and I think you'll see that as we go through this. Um, we've got some outrights, of course. But we've got top 40, top 20 matchups uh, to miss the cut. All things we generally, I mean, we'll bet the three ball sometimes, which I, I think I like them more than the matchups, to be honest. But uh, there were a couple of matchups on Barstool that I really liked, and uh, I'll explain those shortly. But they're about even money matchups as well. But I actually feel pretty confident about the card we're going to take into the Genesis. But as far as the Genesis and Riviera, are concerned this course is one of the most wonderful courses on the on the tour a, a california course through and through poa greens the putting surface is like ice late into the afternoon the grass is moving growing standing different directions tough to putt here Really tough to putt. Tiger Woods is playing, as we talked about, but really what the what this course, I think, comes down to is can you drive the ball pretty well? The rough doesn't matter as much. The rough's pretty short this weekend. It's not going to be that uh, penalizing if you end up in the rough which means generally that means distance is going to help more, right? If you hit it further and you're in the rough, it's not that big of a deal. Um, 
And that's going to hold true here. This is somewhat of a, I don't, know, I don't think it's a shorter course, but 7,322 yards, par 71. Neiman won here last year. Uh, 19 under was his score. He was 55 to 1. Home of the year before, Adam Scott the year before that. Holmes, Watson, and Johnson are the last couple of years worth of, of winners here. What I think is really important here is, of course, off the tee, but I think the approach and the around the green is very important. Approach is always very important, but these are big greens, and the putting surface is brutally difficult. So it's going to be more important now than ever to make sure the approaches are getting close. Because a good putter is not going to bail you out, and uh, bad iron shots are going to just lead to a disaster. Now, while the rough isn't any more penalizing than than other courses, not tough, around the green can be difficult here. Really can be. Um, and we see guys that can uh, that can succeed there and gain a little bit of a stroke around the green often end up doing pretty darn well. Um Almost says, you know, like strokes gained wise compared to off the tee. Like if you look at the winners and how they did the season that they won, it's pretty close to the same. Like around the green is pretty important here. And of course, putting going to be very important. Distance important, accuracy pretty important. but not necessarily driving accuracy, approach accuracy. With all that being said, let's flip over to the model and take a look at what we're doing. Uh, Again, this will be posted on uh, Twitter. It's at SteadyPicks underscore Tom. That's the place to find the screenshot of the model uh, every week. A lot of people use it for DFS, for DraftKings. That's what I, you know, I do that as well. Um, maybe we'll start putting in the, the DFS uh, lineups into this show here because it's it's just a fun little thing. We, me and a buddy play for, or Mo, you remember Mo, from, uh, that we've had on the show a couple of times and on other shows on the network. We play like a $10 or a $5, like, you know, one of those big leagues just for really for fun. I know I'm not beating DFS right now. Although I think it is beatable, to be clear. But if we look over at the model, Scotty Scheffler leads the way. John Rahm right behind him. Rory, Cam Young, Colin Morikawa, who will be a firm stay away from me. This week, Xander Shoffley, Will Zalatoris, Sung J.M., Matt Fitzpatrick, Victor Hovland, Tyrell Hatton, Tony Finau. That sort of rounds out the top 10-ish or so. Um, I mostly agree with what I see here. Um, guys that I'm looking to be against this week, 
Matthew Fitzpatrick, I don't know if I'm looking to be against him, but I'm definitely not going to be on him. Will Zalatoris, I'm actually going to find a way to be on. Um, look, he people are really concerned about him. But I think a 34 to 1, uh, that's going to be too good of a price to kind of turn your back on just because he's been struggling a little bit. He was cut his last time out. We haven't seen a whole lot of him this year. He's been struggling with, with some problems. But, you know, this is a course that he fits really well. And I'm not going to, especially with odds like that, I think he's kind of getting slept on a little bit. Colin Morikawa is a guy I want no part of. I think he's messed up from that uh, from that second place finish, uh, whenever that was at the Farmers. Yeah, I think I think it was the Farmers. I think he's or the Sony. I don't know. I think he's still messed up from that. I think that's going to take him a couple more tournaments to to get out of. And then Cam Young's an interesting one, uh, thirty one to one. He actually comes up fourth in the model. T2 here last year. He's good at this course. He's been playing well. Hasn't missed a cut in his last five. He's six, uh, 64th, second, T26, T13, and a third. Back his last five tournaments. So I haven't heard a lot about Kim Young, but uh, I haven't heard a lot of people talking about him. But I certainly will be. Um, guys like KH Lee, not really interested in, he's a, he's a big price. Um, Patrick Cantlay, not really, if I'm being honest, I, I love the guy, but I just, nah, I don't know. He's playing fine, to be honest. I don't know. Tyrell Hatton, I'm not really interested in, he hasn't played here in a couple years when he did he got cut he is in good form though but listen this is a course that these guys it's important to play well here it really is and if you don't play well like at this course or these types of courses you're really going to struggle Tyrell Hatton might fit the bill here but it's been too long since he played here Sung JM, I'm not really, really looking to do anything with. Uh, but let's go over to the bets. What did we bet? Best bets for this week. One, two, three, four, five, six outright plays that we've taken. A total of... 12 plays in total. We're going to have uh, 6.1 units on the line here. So taking a pretty big stab at this at this tournament. I like what we've come up with here. And hopefully we're going to uh, to make this work and, and at least break even, put a little profit going the right way here. <coughs> That's the thing with golf. Like I'm not really concerned that we're down some units here early in the season. It takes one outright and you, you jump it back up. But, uh, you know, what I'm realizing is I want to be less reliant on the, on the outrights and find other things that I like to bet that can, uh, 
that can help get us there. So still two and a half units on outrights. And that's because we picked some shorter shot guys that I really felt like you kind of have to do a half a unit to really make sense of it. Like, you know, you can't bet point two units on Tony Finau at 16 to one. It just doesn't, doesn't pay the bills. So the first one is, of course, Tony Finau, 16 to 1. That was at BetMGM um, for a half a unit. Tony Finau, I mean, there's not a whole lot to say about the dude. I think he's incredible. He's been just playing good golf, not great golf. So I think we get a bit of a discounted number on him. Um, his tournament history, T33 last year, second the year before, 51st, 15th. Not bad at all. I think he's coming into a good position to compete, to really compete with Rom and Scheffler and Rory this week. I think he's going to be there with them. Next guy I took is Max Homa, 20 to 1. This is at BetMGM as well. Max Homa, I think this guy's just a winner, man. Like, I really do. He's been good at this tournament. He's won it before. He's a California guy. He's playing good golf. T39 last week, but the first before that, T3, 17th, T23, going back his last five. Fits the course really well. He's got one of the um, just course strokes gained, adjusted for the field-wise. Max Home is one of the best on the in the field. I think it's a good price for him. Uh, and we ended up on 20 to 1 at BetMGM. Next guy, Cameron Young. He just ranks really high in the model. I, you know, 33 to 1 for somebody to be that high. I feel like you got to take a, take a chance on him. <coughs> Personally, not a ton of like, you know, we just haven't seen him much. T2 here last year, though, which is nice to see. Um, and he's been playing well, and he should be in the mix. I mean, there's nothing else to it. Uh, the other three outrights are Adam Scott, Victor Hovland, and Adam Hadwin. Adam Scott's probably one of my favorite plays here this week. I tried to find a way to take these older guys that are kind of having this resurgent Ricky resurgence. Uh, Adam Scott, Ricky Fowler. These guys are just playing Jason Day, but you'll see about him in a minute. And so I really like Adam Scott here. He plays well at this course. He's one of the best in the field at this course. Adjusted strokes, gaze, strokes gained speaking. And um, I like where he's headed. Putter's coming along. His putter's better than it's ever been. Give me Adam Scott, 55 to 1 at BetMGM. Victor Hovland, um, a smaller play, well, half a unit play on him, 28 to 1 is where we got him. Um, look, Victor Hovland, I know this might not be a, I don't know if this will be a popular play. T4 here last year, T5 the year before. He's good at this course, man. He's good at this course. Last five tournaments, T42, T13, T18, first, and T23. 
He ranks number 11 in the model, and I think it's a good spot for Victor Hovland to maybe be fighting with the big boys at the top here. Um, His around-the-green game definitely concerns me here. Like, his around-the-green game is significantly worse than anyone else up here at the top of the board, like significantly. Uh, He might have the worst around-the-green strokes gain number, like, in the tournament. That's... He really might. So if he can avoid doing any of that stuff, he'll be okay. Which he might be able to. If he drives the ball far, hits his irons well. And uh, the last guy here was Adam Hadwin at 100-1. to A small bet on Adam Hadwin. He's playing. It's just hard to kind of decipher what to do with him. right? He's playing really good golf. He's okay at this course. Um, Last four years here, he had a cut last year. T26, T26, 75th. So not necessarily his best results here. But I think Adam Hadwin's playing better than he's ever played. He ranks pretty high in the model. We'll just throw, you know, a little pizza money at him. See if we can get him home. Um, those are the, all the outrights. Next one, Jason Day to miss the cut, plus 240. That's at MGM as well. I saw this at plus 250 at DraftKings this morning, uh, which kind of moved there. Well, I don't know if it moved there. I didn't look yesterday, so 250 is the best number in market. Jason Day to miss the cut, plus 250. I think that's a a really good bet. Look, Jason Day, it's been really cool to see him, uh, you know, come back and be good. But this course has haunted him alive in his lifetime here. In the last four years, he missed the, he only missed the cut one out of the, you know, he only played the course one time and he missed the cut. His, Stroke gain number on this course, I mean, he's played it a lot, so that definitely affects it, but, I mean, they are bad. They are really, really bad. Now, I get he's playing better than he ever has, but I do believe there's something on this course that he that does not agree with him compared to the others. So I think he'll struggle and maybe miss the cut. I think he'll struggle. So plus 240, Jason Day to miss the cut. Um, next one is Adam Scott, top 40. We talked about Adam Scott already, but top 40 minus 125. That's at DraftKings. I feel like that's a pretty good price for Adam Scott. I'm, I feel pretty darn confident with him. So that's 0.7 units on him. Will Zalatoris, top 20. Will Zalatoris, the guy that's been talked about a lot this week. And I'm not sure what to make of it. Um, he's obviously had some struggles and some issues, but he is playing in this tournament. I think he's undervalued um, comparative to where his odds are. Like, I think he's a better pick in a lot of these things than people are giving him credit for. So, Will Zalatoris, top 20, plus 165. 
was the best number I could find. I think that's going to end up being a pretty good play. I don't know if he'll win, but I think he's going to compete on Sunday. The next three picks are, and the final three picks are matchups. Uh, so we've got Ricky Fowler over Tommy Fleetwood. Ricky Fowler, one of those guys like we just spoke about, coming out of nowhere, he's back, baby. Ricky Fowler, historically pretty decent at this course. Tommy Fleetwood, I don't think has ever played here, or it's been a long time if he hasn't. And so um, I'll go with Ricky Fowler on that one. That's minus 125 on, on Ricky. Jordan Spieth versus Jason Day. Of course, Jordan Spieth, minus 112. We're going to take him. That's at Barstool. Then the final one is Nick Taylor. You remember Nick Taylor from last week versus Shane Lowry. Shane Lowry, a guy that we backed last week as like a long shot, but I honestly think Shane Lowry is the big-time fade. Big, big big-time fade. He's been cut two of the last five tournaments he's attended. I don't think he's ever, he hasn't played this course in a long, long time. I'm just not a, I'm not really believing in in him right now. And Spieth is kind of making his resurgence too. He's playing really well as of late. He always makes the cut at this course. And, uh, you know, I think, I think that was a good find on uh, Barstool. I think that's going to be a good play. That's at Barstool. Uh, So those are the 12 plays and 6.1 units that we have risked this week at the Genesis. We still need some work. I feel like a child when I start placing bets for golf because you just, there's every book has so many different things, different matchups that I just like, yeah, I like that one. Yeah, I like this one. Yeah, I like that one. After looking at the model and comparing stuff, so I, I've tried to figure out a way to do this. So uh, those are the plays. We'll keep an eye and see. We'll keep adjusting as we go. I think maybe what it comes down to is we just got to win some uh, some top 40, some top 20, and some matchups. I think that's really what it comes down to because we've got uh, – 3.6 units in uh, in other things that aren't outrights. If we can win, you know, some of those, it picks up the slack for the outrights and we break. Like, I guess we need to find the ratio of, like, outrights and other stuff. And if other stuff wins, like, a decent percentage, maybe, I don't know, 55%, 60%. Playing some that are minus one twenty five. Make sure I'm covering the outright lay, so we break even. So we got some math to do. I think I'm going to try and get that done for next week. Uh, tomorrow, though, we will be taking a look at the NASCAR model. Um, you know, I was thinking about doing it Friday more. I was talking about that. I. I like the idea of Friday, like heading because that's like the weekend thing now, or it could be for some people. So I kind of like the idea of doing it Friday, but that leaves us no time to like get any tweets in or talk about anything or take a second look. 
So the more I say that, the more we're going to leave it tomorrow. So tomorrow will be our first NASCAR discussion. I'll do my best as uh, I certainly don't know as much about NASCAR as anything else we're ever going to talk about. So I hope you join me for tomorrow. Um, thanks so much for, for joining today. If you enjoy the golf model and you enjoy talking about the PGA Tour, please rate and review the podcast five-star review on uh, Spotify, five-star review, and leave something nice to say on Apple. We'd appreciate it very, very much. Helps us grow, helps more people hear the program. Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thank you so much. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you.